off of uh, our kiss conversation. We could have. But we didn't. Because we're not going to talk about kiss because everyone's going to come for us. Yeah. I know. Everyone loves kiss. You know what? I don't like kiss. No. I'm sticking with it. You're going to hit that all day, aren't you? <laughs> I'm hitting it with my boobs. I'm hitting it with my hand and my ring and everything. <laughs> you don't even, even know what these problems are. It's terrible. Seriously. <laughs> it's a fucking problem right here. Anyway. Right. Welcome to Rock Candy. We have boobs. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Your weekly podcast, bringing you sweet treats from the world of music, where we talk about music and stories and tunes and bands and bring you things that you didn't ask for, but you're getting them. Yeah, too bad. Yeah, you get them. We're your hosts. I'm Maggie. I'm Ashley. And this week, we are bringing you more fun that you never asked for. We're going to talk about <laughs> terrible cover songs. Yay. <laughs> The best. We're, we're gonna hate on worst. some terrible cover songs. They're really fucking bad. Was, so they deserve it. To be honest, like the ones I picked, I hate them, but I'm like, but I hate a lot of cover songs. It's really not easy to do a cover song, I think, because everyone is so tied to the original. I guess. And you have to interpret it in a good way, or else it's just gonna fucking suck. But also, there are times where no one asks for it. Yeah, we didn't ask for any <laughs> of these. We but, didn't ask for any of this shit. But so. you know, you know what we did ask for? We did ask to not come onto this journey alone. We did. We asked friends to come and join us. So we have friends. We have friends this episode. Guys, we have friends. Guys, we have friends. We have friends. I promise. <laughs> this is proof. We're not going to have friends after this, are we? <laughs> no. No. We no. 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 We have our friends from Jukebox Zeros this week. Yay. Hi. Hooray. <laughs> Great. I'm friends. <laughs> Grandpa made a friend to you. Oh my god. We made friends. This is our friend Grandpa. <laughs> we met him on the side of the road. He asked for either a motel is... room or for food. And we just brought him on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is how we annoy ourselves to your audience. <laughs> or endear we get, yourselves? We get incredibly uncomfortably close to the microphone and make creepy, like, just random old man wander. noises that nobody asked for just vagrant noises <laughs> vagrant noises vagrant noises vagrant sound i was searching for the right word no it's a good that's a good word that's a calendar word yeah that's my new music concrete album <laughs> vagrant sounds yeah oh no that's that's a I good just walk album around name. with a field recorder and uh record the sounds of add, vagrants add that just to the list i, so I would not be surprised list. if there's already like a noise artist somewhere called vagrant or something like that <laughs> oh yeah and you know what they can have it because fair play to them yeah, yeah. they thought of it first Good for them they for are sure. clearly more clever than but we their are. their website is called vagrantsounds.com because they couldn't get the rights to vagrant.com because oh. <laughs> that, that's owned <laughs> that's by a, a vagrant yes yeah, <laughs> true that's <laughs> true <laughs> Got his first hundred dollars panhandling and was like, oh, I'm gonna get a website. Go, Go daddy. daddy.com. Go <laughs> daddy. Just sell it to anybody. That's how you get money nowadays, right? Go daddy.com. I think, I think you need exactly. I think you need a concept for your website too. What? I, I think you need I think you need a credit card account. <laughs> no, I pay him cash. Go Mr. Go Daddy will give me my money. I have Already these fair and square. I have these pebbles. <laughs> that works. That's monthly pay. Can can I play can I pay you in a song? <laughs> it's like, is he a crow? Why do you have pebbles and trinkets? Oh, it's the magpie. <laughs> Who owns this website? A crow? <laughs> he pays <Cows>. pebbles? No. <laughs> 
why don't uh, you guys introduce yourselves now? <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, we're Jukebox so, Zeros. Yeah. I'm Patrick. And I'm Lils, and uh, what he said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we usually do it the other way, but I felt I just wanted to jump on it. Yeah, look yeah, at you. Switching, switching things up. up. Switching yeah. things up. I like it. Yeah. So I got to say off at the top, I am. I was so incredibly jazzed to learn that this is like the subject you guys wanted us to do because I love cover songs and even the bad ones just oh. fascinate me. Okay, that's fair. I mean, even if it's just like they're terrible, I hate this sort of thing. It's just really fascinating to think like, what was what was the thinking that went into taking like this song that sounded like this and turning it into this other thing that sounds nothing like it at all? Yeah. Was there's, it money? Was it hubris? Was it both? I yes. Think, it I think there's both. gonna be a lot of but whys oh. in this episode. Oh. <laughs> a lot of but why? A whole lot of coulda, not a lot of shoulda. Yep. Yep. Ooh. I conversely just don't really like cover songs a lot. I don't, I don't like. Just in general? Just like in general, I find the whole conceit of it to be unnecessary. I don't know. I I guess songs can be reimagined in new ways and, and in some ways they have been, but like for the most part, it always feels weirdly self-indulgent to me like instead of taking a song and like letting it influence them to write something brand new it's like they just wanted to completely appropriate something fair enough i will say like even though i just said i like covers i will also admit there is no reason whatsoever for covers even good covers to exist that's fair that's if fair. you think about it. It's kind of like when people just remake movies. Why are you remaking a movie when you can just make your own with a somewhat original idea? That would be okay. You I can would, do that too. I would like to jump in and make the argument that sometimes you can justify both making a remaking a song and remaking a movie if you see like where the potential was and where it fell flat and build upon it and right. improve upon yeah, it. Fair enough. You there, can do that. There are definitely exceptions. Absolutely. There are, absolutely. And, and there are some cover songs uh, like i would say a handful that i like better than the original quick quick go around everyone name one cover song that they really like i'm I'm gonna immediately just claim uh devo's version of i can't get no satisfaction that's that really good so fucking great You're putting me on the spot oh. I don't know. <laughs> um this band called first aid kit does a cover of uh running up that hill by Kate, Kate Bush. Bush. Mm. It's so good. It's really, really good. It's folky. It's harmonized really well. It's, I think it's probably my favorite cover. I actually, I like the placebo cover of that oh, same yeah, that's song. That's actually a really too. good cover too. And, uh, uh, what was the one I was thinking of? Uh, Gotta Get You Into My Life by Earth, Wind and Fire, I think exceeds the Beatles original. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just, I love the energy of that track, even though it's on a soundtrack that's terrible. It's one of like the <laughs> highlights of, of that record. And uh, fuck, what's the Danny Elfman's old band? Oingo Oingo Boingo. Boingo. Oingo Boingo does a cover of You Really Got Me. That's just oh like God. absurd. Huh. It's, mm. it's, it's probably, it's like, one, it's a song that's covered like way too much, but they do a really fun take on it that's just like completely bonkers. I mean, Danny Elfman has very rarely steered us wrong before. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, uh, he did sure. have he did have that movie where he was in blackface though. Ooh. Not great. Yikes. There were a Not few. Good. I love Just a Lad, but there's a few tracks on that album that are are definitely problematic. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like Not little great. girls. Oh. Yeah. You can guess what that's about. Oh. No, no, let's not. Let's no, about, thank you. It's about karate. 
Yep. It's about karate. Speaking of karate, let's talk about beer now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this good week segue. for our beverage, I'm really good at segues. Uh, this week for our beverage, we are drinking from Discord Brewing, a beer called Unsatisfied. <laughs> Because that's what these beers did to us, or these songs did to us. Both the brewery name and the beer name are pretty appropriate, I think. Discord, unsatisfied. It's this is a pretty on brand. Really setting the bar. Can can only go up from here. Yeah, buckle up, guys. This bar is low. And you know what? Now that I've had like half a can of this, I actually like it. At first, I was like, "Oh, this is funky." Yeah, it's it's grown on me. I kind of oh, I like it. You have I like to start, it yeah. start slow and oh yeah, I love I love sour beer. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice sour IPA and it does start a little hard. You're like mm, I don't know about this, but I think the term I used at the beginning was generically tangy, and it's still kind of like that. But like I don't know, it's it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. makes it one of Jay Leno, you know. That was a good one, Jay. Wow. Oh, man. No, we're not going to Jay Leno territory. <laughs> we're better than that. All of us here. Yeah. Anyway, we have a lot of ground to cover because there's four of us and we've all brought three songs to the table to discuss. At minimum. At minimum. Who knows? We might go into more. We're going to see how we do on time with this. However, we might as well just dive balls deep into it. Yep. And Who's start, start off. Uh, I, do you want me to? I'll start. I can start. I, you do you you should start then. Oh, you got. Oh no, you got to start. All right, I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's like, no, look at those no, notes. Should we no, just you like, start. Should we just like go around the table like clockwise or counterclockwise yep. or? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. Uh, it'll I, be me, and then we'll go that. We'll way. go counterclockwise. Right, cool. Sounds good. I don't know what's right. what. You go first. <laughs> I don't know Maggie. what directions are, so <laughs> I'm gonna go first because I think I have a pretty recent and pretty egregious cover <laughs> right here, <sighs> and also time appropriate. As, I mean, this will come out in November, but it is October still. So my first pick for terrible covers is Fallout Boy's version of Ghostbusters. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, no. No. Nope. You oh, know who no. I'm that, not going to call? Fallout Boy. <laughs> that that just blackpilled me. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. We're, we're even, shutting down. Not even the blue one, no red one. Oh, I'm, I'm going black. right to black. So, I'm uh, done honest, with everyone. Honest question. Um, <laughs> do Fallout Boy really have any business calling themselves a rock band anymore? No. Because, no. like, no. the last however no. much stuff they put out just... I, I, it doesn't have guitars. They've been a straight up pop band since 2007. For sure. yeah. It's like, it's like when you look at the rest of Maroon 5, it's just like, you guys aren't actually doing anything. You're not actually playing a drum kit. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, they're a terrible band. Yeah. They were never good, but like maybe at one point you could make a case for them being a guilty pleasure, but no, there was a certain... we're, we're in a Fall Out Boy hate safe zone here. Yeah. I, I really I, I didn't like them when they when they came out and I still don't. Yeah. Like, likewise, I liked them up to a certain point. Yeah. And then at that point, I was like, but this isn't really good. I'm fully aware that this is not particularly good music. And anything after that, <laughs> it was just like, nah, I'm not going to touch this shit. <laughs> no. Just, no. Nope. When they kind of made their like recent resurgence, I'm like, uh, as soon as Sugar uh, We're Going Down became really big, I was like, 
tapped out. I'm oh, done. Wow. I'm done. We're done now. Done. Wow, yeah. you were an OG. Yeah. Because I, I didn't even hear them until that song came out. Yeah, like, take this, take this to Your Grave was a pretty decent emo uh, album, but... Ashley knows her emo. I yeah. know. I know a little bit. She's dabbled a little yeah. bit. I mean, that's that that was that was our. Uh, I mean, that in like maybe fucking new metal were the genre Those were, of our. Childhood. Yeah, like new metal kind of like somewhat seamlessly led into emo, yeah. which seamlessly led into like a period of really bad musical yeah. choices. Yeah, I don't know. See, I was a curmudgeon. I was just like, I want grunge to come back. <laughs> oh, honey, no, it's <laughs> no, not. It's not it's coming not back. Yeah, so no. getting back to the cover real quick, I've tended to notice that like one of the hallmarks of a bad cover is when like an artist or band takes the song and just plays it in half time. Oh yeah. my God, right? This yeah. was like dubstep tempo. It, it, it kind of was long after dubstep was commercially they viable. They kind of tried to like, be Imagine Dragons with dubstep oh, thrown no. in. You should never aspire like, to be Imagine Dragons. Right? And yeah, that's, that's what Fall Out Boy is kind of doing. Cause, I and know. I don't know which one I hate more, Imagine Dragons or Fall Out Boy. Because they're Boy. both... Oof. No, I don't know. I, I think I hate Imagine Dragons yeah. more. Yeah, because they've oh, also man. got the Mormon thing going Oof. on. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, what? Oh, this yeah. They're from, they're from special undies. They're from Provo. Everyone's a Mormon in Provo. That's fair. That's but, where uh, Neon Trees came from. But that means that Moth in the Flame must be Mormons too, because they're from I hope Provo. Not. I hope not. But you didn't need Their a Neon Trees nice reference to today, did you? Yeah, they have too nice hair to be Mormons. that's fine. But look, yeah, going back to cover, yo, the twenty. This is. A song from the 26 remake of the Ghostbusters movies, which I am not getting into the politics of that because there shouldn't even be fucking politics. Was this the all-female? All all who gives a shit? It just wasn't a great movie. But, like, overall, not not viewed upon with, like, general favor. But, you know, <laughs> you know what really added insult to injury was just the fact that one of the worst bands in current mainstream thought they were up to task for covering this song, which... I'm like, you already weren't asking for this movie, and nobody's definitely asking for this song. But, like, what number on the list was Fallout Boy for them to ask to cover this song? I bet they were number one. What? I bet. I bet. I bet. I bet they were, because the whole movie was a fucking misstep on a lot of ways. Again, not getting into it. But, and admittedly, the original can be considered kind of a guilty pleasure. You know, but it's really only appropriate Halloween, but, you know, or when you're really trashed and you're like, oh, I hear Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> then, like, yeah, and, like, the theme songs from both the, the first and the second one were, like, very much tied to the time period that it came out, which exactly. makes it, like, I don't know. More you, fun. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. There, was, there, was a, there was just a lightheartedness to the yeah. original that Fall Out Boy just takes it and turns it into this generic overprocessed rock. They turn it into a Fallout Boy song. Yeah, it's just weak sauce guitars trying to play the melody that we already know. But in the end, it just kind of sounds like a dick that can't get beyond See, a half chub. the half chub dick song. What I think the underlying problem with that is, is that Fallout Boy as a band are just one of those bands that are just way too earnest for their own good. Not earnest in like, you know, a kind of Jack Johnson-y kind of everything's chill kind of way, <laughs> but in that sort of like, you know, I have something to say and you're going to listen sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. My just, name is Pete just, Wentz and, and I, it, have, I need an audience at all they, times. And that just makes them a band that's just like, they, they just don't, they just don't have fun. Well, no. if, the, if you looked at those fucking song titles that they have, like they want to make me 
fucking claw my own eyes out. They're yeah. like, yeah. they're just like, they're like these super pretentious hey, little. My sentences. songs know what you did in the dark. Like, come you, on, your love will always be the B side to my heart. Were they, were they the band that did? And this, like, I consider this to be the absolute worst emo title of all time. Were they the ones that did the song "Cute" without the E? That's Taking Back Sunday. We oh. are not going to go into that. No, Follow Boy. Follow Boy did. Uh, they did. Uh, Champagne for my real friends, real, real pain, pain for, for my sham friends. friends. Oh. I did not know that was Fallout Boy. I changed my, <laughs> I I changed that was my mind. I've changed my mind. I hate that even more. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Fallout Boy. <laughs> the worst part is it, it, it's like kind of clever. It is. I Sometimes I kind of like give it. Them I'm not going to give them but it's no, also really it's like, stupid. It's one of their stu- clever friends said it. No, it's one of those stupid puns that like Maggie and I will think up when we're like, Balls deep into it. Now this is what I call music. Yeah, that's it. I genuinely think they didn't come up with that. Like they found some like B side Oscar Wilde thing and just went like <laughs> champagne for my real friends, real pain for my sham friends. That's what Oscar they are. Wilde. That's what those follow boy titles are. They're like they're they're like watered down Oscar Wildeisms. They're like oh kind of sassy, but like at the same time just like adolescent. Well. <laughs> So just to close up on the song, um, even the impeccable Missy Elliott could not save this trash fire song. Oh. Don't, Missy, don't do that, Missy. I, what are you she, doing here? I don't here? know what happened. But granted, I mean, all she did was throw in this verse in the middle that I think we can all agree she really phoned in on. You know what God, I think? I you know so. what I think it was? They were holding her big, you know, poofy suit hostage. And she's like, I need that back. And they're like, come on, do a verse. She's like, Fucking fine. I'm not going to try, though. They were kinking the hose in the back. <laughs> it's like a fan. It's like a constant stream. Like, it's it's a, it's gent, like ventilation. No, Fallout Boy, you're expanding it too much. <laughs> you're going to rip then the do, seams. Then do the track. Oh, you got me over a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Missy. Now I just feel even worse for her. Because we've talked about a lot about uh, people being apologetic for covers. Mm-hmm. Ray Parker Jr. really took a, you know, a diplomatic path oh, to is, it. This is going to be good. And he just was calling it interesting. He <laughs> continued to say, quote, I'm not going to say it's good or bad. I'm just going to say, well, maybe I'm an old guy and I like it the old way. Ah, oh, Ray That's- Parker Jr. That's the best sort of comment you can get yeah. from an old like, person. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Honestly, best they could get. <laughs> best they could get. I mean, I mean, Ray Parker Jr. ripped off Huey Lewis. We all know that, right? Yeah, right. That's fair. We so, all know that story. So he's the one who should have the bone to pick. Well, let's continue the shit train rolling and go into my first pick. Oh God. Oh, House of the Rising Sun by Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, what? Oof. Oh God, this one. Oh boy. And they it's got so the bad. and they got the double pedal and everything. It's so yeah. bad. It, wow. it just like makes me want to throw myself who out is, a window. Who is yeah. Five Finger Death Punch for? I, 
people who just fans? people who just can pe- Nickelback fans who want to feel like real hardcore. Yes, oh, like who are feeling really angry and they, they gotta blast the, uh, something. When Nickelback fans get mild, oh yeah, they are the musical equivalent of gas station dick pills. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> so just to like peek behind the curtain, I picked out like the clips for all these, and it was so hard to pick out a clip for this one oh, because there's so many there's garbage no moments. good moments. Yeah. But I had to pick one where they say like, like I absolutely had to pick one because there's so many moments where they switch out New Orleans for Sin City. Yeah. And it's like, why would you do that? <laughs> what exactly are you trying? Why? Why are you? No one asked for this. <laughs> Seriously. No, nobody asked for this song. Nobody asked for Five Finger Death Punch. Either. Yeah, I think that's the bigger so picture. So are they like, they're, they're a newer new metal band? Like... Mm. Or were Ish. they around during the? Like, I think they took off like very early tens. Yeah. Wow! They, so they're yeah. they're like so ten they're, years they're after hang, the big push. So they're push. hanging they're hanging on. At this yeah, point. they wow. came in at the like end of the new metal era, I yeah. would say, and just kept going for some reason. Well, I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, I mean the the like Western Mass exists in yeah. upstate New York, and that that's Providence. Where, yeah, in Providence, but like. After new metal stopped, people kind of, I think, moved on to hardcore. Yeah. They either moved on to hardcore or Nickelback. And this is like the (laughs) meat in the middle. Five Finger Death Punch is the meat in the middle of Nickelback and hardcore. Yeah. So Nickelcore. Nickelcore. That's what it is. I think there were were a few more steps before they got to hardcore, though, because like... After new metal kind of went away, there was this huge like post punk revival movement, yes. mm-hmm. and then this indie rock movement where uh, Death Cab for Cutie had a career somehow. Somehow, <laughs> and then I think we got to hardcore. Yeah, I think hardcore was in there. Maybe it was upstate New York or something. I don't know, yeah. but hardcore was definitely a thing in upstate New York yeah. in new the York early. Core. Oh, it was. It, it's, like, it was for sure a thing in Worcester. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Worcester and, and South Worcester. Shore Mass. For or sure. as we like to call it, Worcester. Worcester. <laughs> Worcester. I, I agree with that one hundred percent. Yeah. So anyway, Five Finger Death Punch is what Wikipedia says is a hard rock band. No. Mm. Eh, mm, whatever. Yeah, they play no. the hard rock. They play the pretty hard tough, rock. Tough, pretty hard. But they're a hard rock band from Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, that's why. That's and why they switched this it up. Makes so sense. they can pull that dumb shit little pull right there. Yeah. But I refuse to call them a metal band because they're not. They're no. just a snowballing dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They are rolling down the hill of dumpsters. They're rolling down that hill. Yeah, they're um, rolling down the hill for sure. If they only could. Yeah. It was formed in 2005 oh. by Zoltan Bathory. Yes, that is his real name. Oh, that is that. his real name. That's his now. name. Zoltan Bathory. That's yep. his name, and no one's batting an eye. Yep. And Jeremy. That's not the name of a person. That's the name of a fortune teller on the boardwalk. <laughs> oh, that's what he was named after. Who also happens to be Elizabeth Bathory. Yes. That's yes. what make. That's what makes it metal. Yeah. Yes. That's he's the, that's he's where the, fortune, the metal comes. He's in. the fortune telling machine from Big. If he formed a metal band, <laughs> uh, fortunes for a quarter. I love quarters. And then it, the I whole your quarters. The whole booth uh, uh, just uh, uh, fills uh, uh. up with blood. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Zoltan Bathory and Jeremy Spencer formed the band. 
Jeremy Spencer. Wait, 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 hang on. I just want to let that simmer for a second. Sorry yeah. to interrupt, but just just let that simmer. Just like, check out our band. It's Zoltan and Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> and Jeremy looks like a hard rock version of Adam squinty Face douche canoe Levine. Oh, oh. With oh, a boy. few more basic angry white boys in tow, including one guy who actually has dreads in his beard. Oh, don't do that. No. Don't do that. No. His beard is dreads. He has dreads on his face. They are attached. If it doesn't work out for the bass player and system of a down, it's not going to work <laughs> out for gonna you. It's not going to work for you. Certainly. They started Five Finger Death Punch, quickly became the new new metal band of the mid-aughts. They put this atrocity on their 2013 album, The Wrong Side of Heaven and the Righteous Side of Hell, which is a dumb fucking I name. Fucking that's, made that's, that's sense. So and that's, much. That's, that's volume two. That's a that's a Christian rock name, right? What? For, that's yeah. for sure a Christian metal yeah, yeah, band yeah. name. Yeah. They will be in a few years. Wait, but, so did you say volume two? Volume like, two. So there's volume awfully, one. That's awful presumptuous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they liked that title so much they used it again. Guys, you know <laughs> they had really enough good? material to fill two of these. Again, no one asked for this. No one asked for also, this. Also, I feel like the audience should be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But this song had been covered many, many times before mm-hmm. that. The first known recording of it was by an Appalachian duo, Clarence Ashley and Gwen Foster, in 1933, and later by artists like Lead Belly Bob Dylan and most famously The Animals, who put the song on their albums. It is of unknown origin, some believing it was a traditional English folk song and others claiming it was of French origin. Either way, Five Finger Death Punch's version is devoid of any and all emotion and creativity. They thought they were being original by changing the time signature from 6-8 to 4-4. Four, four, Thank I, you. But I guess they didn't realize that it originally was in 4-4 four, four time, but the animals were the ones that changed it for their big hit. Huh. Oh, yeah, oh. They, there's this yeah, yeah, we did that on purpose. They were doing yes. like the original. Yeah, there was this whole big quote from Zoltan Bathory that was like, we we had to sit down and really think about how we were going to change this time signature and make it seem more like a really heavy no, rock no, song. I'm like, didn't. You but really you did didn't. it. You, you just took you it from to, the fucking original. If you had to sit down and really think about this, your first thought should have been, we shouldn't do this. <laughs> yeah. That's what you should have done. Hey, yeah. drummer, can you play in 3 4? What? what? <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, we got to do it. I don't it in know four. what that means. Sup, I could go. Do, 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 do. That's what <laughs> I could do. <laughs> I can hit my bass drum real fast. Is that <laughs> These guys are kind of like the animals in that they need to get out of this place. Get the <laughs> fuck out of yeah. here. Seriously, get If it's the, the fuck last out. thing they ever do. And also, I implore everybody to go watch the music video for this because it's fucking There's stupid. There's a music video? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, of course no. there is. It's six minutes long. What six oh, minutes? What a long. statement! Oh, what a, what a God. grand statement! And it's and they're like in military garbage, but it's also Mad Max. But there's also like naked chicks and shit. Oh, of so, course! Yeah. This, all, this all tra- this all yeah. tracks perfectly yeah. for yeah. a band yeah. like that. They definitely yeah. they definitely did a Facebook post. It was like, all right, you hot ladies, who wants to come to a shoot this Saturday <laughs> at uh, Las Vegas Knights of Columbus Hall, where we're doing this <laughs> video. We can't pay you, but you'll get exposure. 
Literally. As in, you'll probably die from exposure because it's so sunny out. <laughs> but we'll be filming at night when it drops down to 40 Uh-oh. degrees because we're in the middle of the desert. Wear your Uh-oh. thongs and shortest skirts. Yeah! Uh-oh, I said the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet. <laughs> I'm actually going to kill all of you. Oh, it's terrible. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> You're not supposed to say that part, Zotan. Oh, sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he got you there. I feel bad for him. Fucking high five, Zoltan. Come on, it's, it's just my name, guys. All right, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm trying to figure that supposed to go. Uh, do you need me to do the math? No, I don't want any math done. Oh, oh, boy, oh, boy. What have you got for us, Pat? Oh, so uh, speaking of new metal. Oh, uh, boy. Speaking oh of new metal, uh, we're actually going to go with a uh, local selection uh, oh, I based out of is. Methuen, Mass. Uh, were they Methuen or Haverhill or Norwood or who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Uh, we're talking about Godsmack. <gasps> oh, and boy. yeah, local you boys. You're doing the best you ever did. You're doing the best you ever did. We really now doing go the best. Away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they've done a couple of covers, uh, and uh, one of them was of Led Zeppelin, but this one is actually uh, of a Joe Walsh number. Oh, no. Rocky Mountain Way. Oh, It goes a little something like this. Songs like this just really make me wish all the little tendrils on his tribal tattoos would just, just wrap around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Mountain World. <laughs> oh no. What have oh, they what have man. they done? What have we wrought? Oh god. What have we wrought? Uh what you didn't hear on that clip was uh fucking what's his name does a uh talk box solo a la Joe Wall. <laughs> is no. it is his name Sully? Sully. Oh, Sully Ern is the singer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the guitarist, I, I forget his name. He's actually from my hometown. I don't know any of, of Norwood. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know what this was for, if it was on an album or a soundtrack or what. I'm it's, happy it's, that they kept the time like signature, a... though. They, they kept it in 12 8. <laughs> yeah, right. so they, they got that over uh, Five Finger Death Punch. Yes. Yeah. Or at least they didn't make a huge deal out of it. (laughs) I can count to 12. (laughs) But I don't care. You don't see me bragging about it. (laughs) What's your favorite Godsmack song? Mine's the one where he goes after Vince Neil, of all people. Oh. You know, the one one with the chorus where he's all like, (laughs) (laughs) That's not every chorus. I heard heard a Godsmack single recently on on The River, I think, or some shit. No, no, it wasn't with The River. It was... uh, Rock 101 one. I would have guessed WAAF, the Massachusetts local butt rock station. <laughs> oh. uh, 101 one is like a New Hampshire butt rock station. We get it up here because we're like 20 minutes away from New Hampshire. But uh, they they have a newer song that like almost sounded like kind of Nashville-y. Like, that, I wonder if like their fan base is kind of starting to head in like a bro of, country direction. It's I kind of that. weird because a lot of... Um, new metal or quote unquote heavy metal bands yeah. are kind of going in this weird pseudo country direction. That's that's what I Aaron think, Lewis of Stained did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Another Massachusetts. That's dude. right. Lawrence, I think. Springfield. Springfield. They're from Springfield, yeah. My bad. But uh yeah, no one asked for Godsmack to really yeah, do anything this ever. Was, this was putrid. Yeah. That's yeah, it's pretty bad. bad. It's pretty uh pretty chunky. 
And yeah, like I said, I don't remember what the context of this was. If it was on a on like a greatest hits or something like See, that. See, it's it's one of those covers that's, that that's oh, if you. Pre- oh, I'm sorry. sorry. That's okay. <laughs> that's if you presume they could have a greatest hits album. Oh, they do have one. Oh uh, boy! And oh, actually, boy. they do a cover of Led Zeppelin's uh, "Good Time, Bad Times." Good times, oh, bad oh, times. No, it's just bad times. Nope, I'm not. I'm not okay with that. Good no. times, bad times. The greatest hits, garbage back. Oh, that's like no. literally what the. Album Wait a is called. They threw a cover of a Zeppelin song on their greatest hits. It's and they named the fucking their greatest hits after a Zeppelin song. It's because they're covering oh. the greatest hits of other artists. <laughs> the name of their greatest hits album had to be Doing the Best I Ever Did. It has to be. That's what else are you going to do? You can't name best. it anything else because or God smacking it. God I, smacking it. I would have called it voodoo, 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 voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> or just voodoo types four. <laughs> So this this cover I feel like is like this th- there's like several types of covers out there several varieties of bad covers either the one that changes too much or the one that just becomes completely uninspired by changing very little at all right. and like all this cover does is just now like this it's got it's it's got chunkiness to it now it's a cover filled with beef so the only <laughs> thing bringing it down at this point is Sully Erna's craptacular singing voice and i'd say that's enough that is yeah. more than enough yeah this is, now go this away because it's, <laughs> it's not much different from the joe walsh version yeah no. this, this well, is the just... joe walsh has like you know the benefit of being like in the 70s and actually like having good production <laughs> and not just this, like and not taking mess. himself well, too it, seriously yeah. you know what though you're right because what's the fucking point of doing this cover if you're not actually going to bring anything new to the table you're hey, just going to do it in your voice it's the dinty more chunky <laughs> version of the song <laughs> if you just want something a little thick if you want a soup that you can just pull right off the shelf yeah. at any time and just open and it just and, open it up and shove it in your gullet, then you listen to this song and listen yeah. to this cover. Well, I did stop eating Dinty More Beefs two years ago, yeah. so I don't think I've ever eaten it. I don't want to. It's not great. There was a dark period for you. Yeah, I mean, mm. like I was real poor. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it we've all been honestly, there. it kind of just looks like overdone beef in snot. So it, it is, and that's yeah. what Godsmack is: overdone <laughs> beef in <laughs> snot. <laughs> Maybe that's what they should have called their greatest hits album. <laughs> this whole episode is just going to be what else can we call Godsmack's greatest hits album? <laughs> Chunky beef and snot. <laughs> oh, just boy. gagging noises. So I hate to keep us in like butt metal territory, but oh. I mean, it's, fir- it's a ripe zone for this. First shit, round though. is just butt metal. Yeah. My fir- my first pick is not just one of the worst covers of all time I've ever heard. It's one of the worst things of all time I've <laughs> Ooh, ever heard. The worst sounds, and it completely slipped everyone by too. Like uh, you know the Talking Heads, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know their song "Once in a Lifetime," yeah. right? Yeah. Sure. That's a classic song, like that awesome MTV video. It's yeah. like the, one of the key songs of the 1980s. Yeah. Do you remember a band called The Exes? No. They were a post-grungy kind of band that had like one radio hit called Ugly and then just disappeared completely. But still, I think they're still touring like they still have some kind of clout. This is vaguely familiar. Here's what happens when you take the two... And combine them. Oh no. You get this. Well, how did I get here? Letting my days roll back. 
don't mind, I'm just going to snap my neck now. I'm going to flip this table. Do you remember when we drink foreign objects? Yeah. This, this is feels like, like the that. musical equivalent of it. It's yeah, this like is the, garbage. This is oh. fucking this White is House. The, this is the distillation of that. Yeah, like, this is, like, that time we drank that beer that was, like, entirely way too happy, and we're like, this isn't, why does this exist? Like, huh, have, huh, just huh. imagine everything that made Once in a Lifetime good, all the quirkiness, all of, like, the spastic sort of nature of it all, and, like, they just took it and just took it all away, and it's, just... It's like they've never heard the Talking Heads, exactly. ever. It's like they've never heard music before. They've never heard this song before. Look, I'm all for taking a cover and turning it on its head, making it something yeah. different, unique. If but it's that, done right. Yeah. But to just, take the talking heads and make it generic radio rock? Oh, I don't think no. like, this song should have been covered. No. 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 Absolutely not. And I think it's because the, I hate to say it, but like the, the melody of it is like pretty inconsequential in comparison with like all the other great shit you get on that song. Like right. production wise and just like, David Burns' whole attitude and like yeah, this, his delivery. Yeah, this song is like 50% and, and Brian Eno making bleepity bloops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's true. And like, yeah, sure, like the lyrics have some, uh, you know, have their own weight to them, but it is like really, it, it's all about Burns' delivery of those particular lyrics and the way he did it that it just doesn't translate well to someone doing a straight version of it. No, yeah, there's a nuance and... Yeah. There's metaphor and there's so much depth to the original yeah. that if you're not going to do it like that, don't fucking yeah. do it. Like the absolute worst part about this is that these guys probably thought they were being so deep. Yeah. We're going to make this a really serious song. Nobody it's, asked for this. It's very we're gonna, earnest. We're going to bring it back. <laughs> and I bring it, wait, no, you just brought it somewhere else and you left it on the side of the road. You said fend for your fucking self. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like in the original, the bass line is pretty pivotal to the song. Yes. You completely oh, yeah. lose the bass line in this cover. Yeah, the There's... verses are like atonal and that's what's yeah. kind of cool about the, like you don't really get a, like a grounding of a melody until the choruses. Yeah, that's and, what made it interesting. Yeah, that's what and like pulled me in. is not interesting. No, not at all. Not it's in boring. the slightest. You took a very interesting, deep, layered song and was like, how can I make this as milk toast as possible? <laughs> New metal butt rock. How can I just drown it in bog? Yeah, yeah it does. It feels It feels like they're drowning it. It feels like they're taking it and just like, yeah, yeah. When, oh, when, like, guys, the, when, like, the loud, when like the loud part kicks in, that's when they just shove the head of Once See, in a Lifetime yes. in, into like into the bathtub. I am literally picturing them, picturing them just shoving poor David Byrne's head into just like <laughs> just a bathtub. giving him a swirly like nobody. <laughs> like they're the jock. Okay. The Talking Heads are a bunch of nerds, and this band are a bunch of jocks, and they're like, fuck you nerds, we're gonna take your shit and make it terrible. Talking <laughs> Heads are Marty McFly. Don't throw me in the toilet. <laughs> Talking Heads are Marty McFly, and this band is Biff. Yes. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's uh, pretty accurate. That's I, good I hope that means the Xies are going to be just buried in manure someday. <laughs> we can only hope. But, uh, we can only hope so much. Yes. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Well, we can only hope that nobody will ever cover this next song again. Oh, no. Yeah. Because this band didn't do it right. <laughs> they didn't do it right at all. <laughs> they haven't done many things right, though. So what oh. are you going to do? 
My next pick is Limp Biscuits Behind Blue Eyes. Oh, no. No, 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 I'm bringing you back. Getting PTSD flashbacks. Yeah, thanks a lot. Because we co- because we covered this album on one of our first episodes, yep. and it is time has not improved it in the slightest. I can't imagine it would have, because th- time only makes this just more rotten. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, th- this top to bottom is a really cloying cover. Of I didn't. Even, s- I didn't even include the part with the weird speaking spell solo. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really bad. Because I, I actually don't think I remember to bring this up on our uh, episode on results may vary, but uh, the original, which was by the Who, was almost sort of kind of self-aware and almost like making yeah, fun of himself. It was making fun of like overly dark and angsty yeah. sort of thinking. Like he that. basically he wrote the song after like just you know. You know, m- making fun of him, like getting drunk and feeling sorry for himself, and being like, you know, hey, help me up, give me a sweater, yeah, give me your coat. <laughs> well, apparently, he said no to a groupie and went back to his hotel room and like was trying to like I don't know come to terms with saying no to a groupie or something. And what if like, I become? Right, I'm being loyal to my girlfriend. Oh no. <laughs> Hey, maybe the, the oh, who am I behind these that. blue eyes? <laughs> Wait a second, these eyes are green. <laughs> sure, Pete Townshend, whatever you think. But like, Wait, uh, did boy. Pete Townsend write I this? I thought he did. I, I think this was a Roger Daltrey. Was it Roger? He sung, okay. he sung it, and I think he wrote the lyrics to it. Okay, but. so Pete just did the guitar solo then. Yeah, I mean, he did the guitars. Yeah, I mean, it's shitty that they got rid of that whole section, but it absolutely tracks for Limp Bizkit. Oh, yeah, it's really, like, I mean... Not, not even in a sort of, like, oh, they cut out the good part, That that's totally... But, like... You got to imagine Fred Durst would look at that and just be like, no, that's going to make people not like me some more. Yeah, and I want them to like me. Because that's the section where he gets like I'm all great. self-aware. Where I, he's like, yeah, yeah he starts making like, fun of himself. I feel like he's just like, nah, you know what? That's going to make people like me. And I like that people don't like me. <laughs> well, th- that was the big problem with that record was there was this, there was this like very uh, like discordant message between like, were we supposed to, you know... Was he? Were we supposed to expect that he didn't give a shit about us? We're talking about Fred Durst. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, that, we, we, that like you know he doesn't care and like whatever. Fuck the haters. Or are we supposed to feel bad for him because everybody hates him and like and that's what like this song was. But like, that's why he covered this song was because like Britney Spears like you know blew him off. So Christina Aguilera said a thing about me. Britney Spears will have sex with me. Oh my god. Hey. No one should have sex with you. No. You're gonna they're gonna get the clap. Yeah. yeah. Where's Borland went away and I'm sailed? <laughs> Look, I don't think anyone can logically expect that the band who gave us such songs as Nookie or Break Stuff could be capable of the subtleties that the original brings to the table. Break Stuff is great. I can never get over that they just have a song called Break Stuff. Yep, they're like, it's like like the kind of song that Strong Mad would write. Oh, but like, not as good as what Strong Mad would write. Strong uh, man, I told you to home, stop playing that guitar. Home Star Runner <laughs> reference is always timely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
always. Everyone gets Homestar references. <laughs> and like, first of all, we have to listen to Fred Durst attempt genuineness. And I don't think that man has a yeah. genuine bone in his body. No. And also attempt oh. something other than rap rock. Yeah. See, that's that's the funny thing. If you listen to the rest of, like, Results May Vary, there are so many whiffed attempts at sounding earnest and genuine besides that one. Oh. They even end on a kind of, like, acoustic guitar and string section stained-like song oh. where he's just like, save me from myself. They just save you from the rest of the world. Just go to therapy, it's, it's bro. Not, it's not great. <laughs> Guys, but nothing can be considered as egregious as the replacement of the iconic guitar solo we were earlier discussing. Right. With anyone, a goddamn speaking spell. But can any, but would you want to hear anyone in Limp Bizkit attempt a Pete Townsend the guitar solo? The speaking spell spells out Limp Bizkit's name. <laughs> which is, which is honestly... <laughs> Like, how and, egotistical and, just, and juvenile do you have to be? And then they just go discover for some reason. Discover. Like, they what? had a product placement to throw I in guess. there. So. <laughs> discover. <laughs> oh. Are they trying to be like, discover Limp Biscuit? We already have. <laughs> we don't want to We're anymore. listening to the song. Uh, I almost got a discover card the other day, but they didn't even let me have one. <laughs> <It's pretty gross. laughs> break stuff. <laughs> I'm going to break stuff tonight. Just one of those days where I got rejected by a credit card company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps the point where Fred really should check himself is when former guitarist Wes Borland Got a nice dig on him, saying, quote, this is probably the worst cover ed- ever. He and was the, right. And the video is awful. It's just really embarrassing. It's oh. so unbelievably self-indulgent. Someone must have really worked out hard to be able to take their Why? shirt off and have Halle Berry make out with Why, them. Why, Halle Berry? Why? Yo, that girl must have, I don't know. She must have needed a paycheck for something. She, oh, I, I have man. to say, possibly hot take, she, she really started making some bad decisions by this yeah. point. Was that around Catwoman too? Catwoman came out in 06. This was this yeah. was for the Gothica soundtrack. Yeah, and it was I think, for the I think Catwoman came like right after that. And she probably yeah. had some kind of weird contractual obligation to be in the video and I'm sure she had no idea until she got to work that day. You have to make out with Fred Durst and she's probably like, Oh no. Do I? And then she was like, what have I become? What have I wrought? How bad? How badly do I need to pay off my Dodge Stanza? <laughs> <laughs> At least I can get a discount on a Discover card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get a free Discover card for making out with Fred Durst. All right, I'm just gonna wrap What's it up. What's the credit limit? Oh, it's 157 dollars. Not <laughs> What's enough. What's the APR? 28 percent. Whatever the credit <laughs> limit is, it will never be enough. And never that's- enough. And that's the story of Fred Durst working out a lot to make out with Halle Berry. Oh, right. <laughs> he really had to work out a lot. He was you know in what? bad shape beforehand. I mean, he, he, <laughs> it doesn't matter what shape you're in. You're still Fred Durst. The, the shape is still Fred Durst. Yeah, he's still shaped like... <laughs> there's, still, there's, no, there's no getting around that shape. He's, no. But you he's know Fred what? Durst. Very Fr- you know Fred Durst-esque. He really God-smacked it. He did. <laughs> he really got He was doing it. the best he ever did. It, except his best is terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. All right, so let's get out of this new metal slog and Please. move on to some mm. indie rock garbage. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So my next pick is Enjoy the Silence by Nada Surf. Oh, boy. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
took me half that clip to figure out what fucking song that was. I, I yeah. instantly forgot what the fucking song yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What am I look, listening for? Yeah, and that was just the chorus. The verse is so monotone and just like spit out that you wouldn't even recognize it if it literally you wouldn't recognize it. We're talking about the Depeche Mode song, yes. right? Yes, we that are. Was not it. That was bad. <laughs> that's, I didn't hear that's it at all. Not it. Just write your own fucking song. Yeah. That was not great, but I wouldn't say that it was like as outwardly offensive as all the other things that we've heard so far. Yeah. Right. I disagree. Like it's, just, it's just a terrible idea to cover Depeche Mode in anything other than yeah. like an electronic or a synth pop setting. I don't think exactly. that you should cover Depeche Mode, period. They're just one of those bands that you just don't touch. You shouldn't. Failure all. did a decent cover Failure of Enjoy the Failure did the do silence. a good cover of Enjoy the Silence. Touche, my friend. Touche. That was a good one. Was no, a good but, one. Well, they, they were a little more truer to the original, but it was also like they did it with uh, like acoustic instrumentation but they also made it sound like a failure song yeah that's they, they were pretty good with that doing their yeah. covers like that it wasn't offensive like this one is but anyway i think depeche mode is just kind of perfect the way they are and any reinterpretation of their song is kind of akin to blasphemy in my opinion fair enough sure. mm. so not if surf had the cards stacked against them from the start and this atrocity was the second single off of their covers album called if i had a hi-fi and it's possibly the no, most... don't like it. Yeah, no, like it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just th- based off that alone, it's just bad. And it's possibly one of the most empty and emotionless cover songs I've ever heard. If you listen to the whole thing, the chorus is monotone and boring. And if you've ever heard the original, there's nothing about this cover that would make you curious about listening to it. Yeah, that's... that's yeah. It kind of make you think that Depeche Mode just makes you know generic pop songs well and like i said it's just it's so different from the original at this point write your own fucking lyrics and write a different song because you've taken again i like a cover that takes a song and reimagines it on his head but this was just so out of left field and not close to the original Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very pointless to make a cover see i think like i mean you know it's boring it's unnecessary and all that but at the same time it has this weird kind of unspoken pretension towards preciousness Yes. I mean, maybe just because it's like, you know, an indie rock version of a completely different genre song. But this is like the song that gets beaten up for its lunch money by <laughs> by Bright Eyes. I kind of oh feel like... Oh my God. Yep. I kind of feel like Not A Surf is a band that would get beaten up for its lunch money by Bright Eyes. <laughs> and if you can get beat up by Connor Oberst, oh man. Hey guys, I'm Connor Oberst. <laughs> Give me your money, man. But I will also say... He helps Connor Oberst beat up Suyon Stevens. Oh, thank God! <laughs> no one's Fuck a big nobody's a bigger weenie than Suyon Stevens. Aww. There you go. There you go. But yeah, I remember um, our local indie rock uh, radio station started playing this song on heavy rotation, and every time the DJs were like, "Oh, it's so good," and I'm like, "What are you fucking it's listening really, to?" It's really not. I would There's not. be in the interesting car. about it at all. Yeah, I'd be driving in my car through fucking downtown Troy, and this. Song would come on, and I'm like, I'm just gonna drive off the Green Island Bridge because this song is fucking horrible. Yeah, I don't need to be here anymore. I don't, why do you keep playing it? It's so bad. It's one of those songs that make you feel like you're taking crazy pills because everyone says how good it is, and you're like, yeah, it's not. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's that terrible friend that everybody fucking loves, and you're in the back of the room at the party going, they're terrible! Why they want to this? Why? Not, not a surf went on a weird trajectory, because yeah. when they first took off, like, their big song was that song Popular, which was much more kind of oh, like... Yeah. They were post-grunge band. Yeah. They were like yeah. 95, they were, 96. They were post-grungy, and they were a little bit more self-aware, like, more mocking of, like, high school tropes and stuff they like were that. like... They were like on par with Weezer and oh sure that kind of alternative new wave of alternative music that came out post grunge yeah like like uh, uh, super drag Weezer yep. that sort of like more nerdy self aware yep. version of post grunge and then like they came back in like I think either two thousand two or two thousand four because I remember like. Our alternative radio station at the time, WFNX, was making a very big thing about them coming back Mm -hmm. and playing their song Inside of Love like over and over again whenever they got the chance. And it's not a bad song, but I mean, if it produced this, then, you know, not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Nobody asked for this. Nobody wanted this. No. Not great. No. Not here for it. Downvote. So, Pat, I hope you don't mind if I skip over you for one second just because we're on a Depeche Mode kick. Sure. I also have a terrible Depeche Mode cover. Ooh. And it also ties into a recent episode you guys did. Ooh. I mean, you may disagree with me, but I absolutely hate this cover. I will fully admit that I'm probably incredibly biased because I'm also a goth industrial DJ. And for some reason, my peers have decided that if Marilyn Manson has done a cover of a song, that's the version to, to, (laughs) that's the version to play. While I am of the opinion that Marilyn Manson has never done a good cover of anything. Be it hmm. this, be it I put a spell on you, be it this is Halloween, any or of that. Oh, I like his dreams. cover of This is Halloween. No, nope, can't abide by it. That's fair. I, I cannot, also don't I cannot really, join you on that boat. My, my thing is, I don't like A Nightmare Before Christmas, so I'd rather just listen to Marilyn Manson be Marilyn Manson singing about Halloween. I'm like, this checks. <laughs> then did. listen to the actual Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack. I mean, that's respectable, but I can't join you on that. That's fine. You, you know what? I'm, I respect your... I, I am not going to die on the hill of Marilyn Manson. <laughs> like, I don't find this cover to be egregious, but I'm also not going to defend it. He did do a very... It's not a cover, but he did do a very good um, song on... I don't know if any of you remember Clone High. I remember Clone High. Oh, yeah. Do you remember his Food Pyramid song? Oh, I song? love that song. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Uh, YouTube it because it's fucking amazing. I have to. Sh- I can't believe I never showed and this no. to you, Let me just be clear here. I don't dislike Marilyn Manson. Right. Yeah. It's just... I just can't stand his covers at all. And that's fair. A lot of, I feel like actually a lot of people are more in your camp where a lot of people don't like his covers. And I also agree with you because like I'm really into... When I go to goth nights, I really hate when it turns into just like, like same weird, old like bullshit. same old like hard rock kind of wannabe goth music. I'd rather hear post punk. I'd rather be listening to the fucking the Cure, Susie and the Banshees. Yeah, New don't Order. G- don't give me White Zombie. Give me fucking White Sisters. Of I want to dance yeah. around to like Joy Division and like Echo and the Bunny Man Men. That's what I want to fucking dance. I around would also to. like to scream, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> King Diamond. And just so, like oh, once. Yeah. It's just pretty once. hate machine. Yeah. Pretty like, hate have, machine and King Diamond. I have, yet, I have yet to be at a goth night that's played uh, King Diamond, but maybe we should get on that. We can yeah. get on that. I think and we this, can get on that. This, I feel like, also kind of ties back into the point that we were making with the last cover is that, nope, that any Depeche Mode song that's not covered in an electronic or synth pop thing is just doomed from the start. Yeah. This don't bother. song in particular has been covered a whole bunch, too. Oh, yeah, um, totally. And. I, again, I don't know why, and it's almost ruined the original for me. Also, he did a cover of Tainted Love that I wish never happened. Ooh, oh, that's, that's fair. right. That's, that's fair. Right. Really Not bad, great. bad cover. His cover of Sweet Dreams was like the first song of his that I ever heard. Yeah, and that was, one that was his, the like, first one to really yeah, make that was it the first anywhere. MTV video of his that ever was played. I will say for what it's worth, and maybe this gets me lynched off the table, I like Tori Amos' cover of Enjoy the Silence. I, think I never heard it. I, have, very, I haven't heard it. It's very, it's just very um, bare bones. It's her and a piano. And it's, but it's Tori Amos. Wait, is yeah. it, I mean, is I like a Tori, Tori Amos, Amos song? Yeah. Just it's a Tori Amos and a piano. Are you saying it's a Tori Amos song that's just a piano and maybe she, some light drums just, in the background? Not even. It's just her <laughs> playing. Here, here's the twist. Mode. Here's the twist, though. The piano is playing Tori Amos. <laughs> you got it. That's it. That's freaky, man. I'm the piano's just it. sitting on Tori Amos and she's singing. <laughs> is that but, what you think it sounds like when a piano plays Tori Amos, Pat? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're heavy and I don't think like she's that big. No, so. she's, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's yeah, so, big so, enough to someone handle help, Someone help Tori up. <laughs> please, please help Tori. But I think she does, I think she does a good cover, even if it's not electronica, it's still. But it's Tori Amos. Tori Amos, I feel like can do whatever the fuck she wants, but that's just me. To a point. To a point. I think, you know what, listen to the cover, tell me what you think. You can fight me if you want, we'll do. but I like it. You can show that to me. I will show you the the food pyramid. I, by do, Marilyn need, I do need to hear that. Uh, have you got one for us, Pat? Do I have one for you? Uh, this next one actually is uh, a song that I, I actually did not know was a cover until someone told me it was... <laughs> Bob Seeker. Oh uh, oh when I very, very, very first heard it, because are we uh, about to go back to Butt Rock Town? We're, I guess this could be technically Butt Rock Town, but it's uh, or is it these are elder Butt. No, these are elder Butt Rockians. <laughs> elder Butt Rock. Uh, this one is actually like pretty popular on the karaoke circuit. It's Metallica's cover of Bob oh, Seeger's "Turn the Page." The old oh, Butt yeah. Rock. Uh, Turn the party. Was this like around the time when like James Hetfield couldn't stop adding unnecessary us to the mm-hmm. end of all of his? Well, oh yeah, it's this off was... their Garage Inc. album, which yeah. is a total mix of. Oh my god, here I come with my fucking Metallica facts. Um, with it's a total mix of like years and years and years of collected covers that they yeah. did. And so this is, yeah, definitely more like their fuel days, their load reload days. This was right after, this was a year after reload. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they were coming off that and like, I'm guessing they ran out of material for like a <laughs> while. So they were like, oh, let's put out a, uh, let's put out like a double record of fucking covers. <laughs> Which some are not bad. I, uh, I actually do. I mean, I, I. I, I like Garage uh, Revisit, Garage Days Revisited. Like, yeah. I was a Metallica fan back in the days. You know, I, I really did like their Whiskey in a Jar 
Yeah, I think uh, the Risky rendition. Ninja Turtles is good. And I was like, yeah, this is like a really good uh, example of reinterpreting a classic song in your own way and blah, blah, blah. And then we recently realized that they're actually just ripping off Thin Lizzy. Like 100% ripped like it off. Like 100% ripping off Oh yeah, you listened to Thin the original Lizzie. by yeah. Thin yeah. Lizzy. Are you fucking kidding me? This is the same exact fucking yeah. song. Well, and it is a, it's an it Irish traditional song, but right. they had a way that the, they arranged it I mean, with yeah. the solo exactly. and everything. That was any, not Metallica's arrangement. That was <laughs> Thin Lizzy's if, arrangement, if you anything, pieces of shit. <laughs> if anything, the connection between, like the connective tissue between Thin Lizzy and that song is much closer than Metallica. Uh, much closer I will definitely give it to Thin Lizzy at least they're Irish Thin Lizzy Ireland Metallica (laughs) (laughs) I was was in uh, Ireland last year and that song is still like the original traditional whiskey in the jar is still like huge on the the pub circuit yeah 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 along with like the rover and those types of songs Liverpool and all that sort of stuff no no, in Ireland no that's an Irish song Leaving Liverpool oh Leaving Liverpool yes Absolutely. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, turn the page. Uh, not a it. So the original Bob Seger version. I'm not like I'm not a huge Bob Seger fan, but I'll I'll chalk up the fact that, that song like is has dynamics, has certain dynamics that are just like completely unrealized and sort of abused in this song because like every single verse he takes it to. 10. <laughs> yeah, he James Hetfield's it real hard. He, he, yeah, he goes like like right off the bat. It's it like just, he just learned how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, it. just going hard on it. He yeah. really did like he he made it identical to fucking something off a of reload. It sounds like the the memory remains off that album. It's yeah, like the same fucking song. I often song. get this song confused with other Metallica songs of the same era. Like, Absolutely. Wait. Turn you know page, that you say that it, not, it definitely sounds know. like a rejected song off of Reload. It's like the yeah. same tempo and like you know, yeah, it's the same Bob Rock production and everything. And I mean, you leave Bob Rock alone. Bob Rock, he's is a nice a man. Sweetheart. He's a nice with man with dragon shirts, hair. and he is wonderful. Oh, that hair is amazing. He tries. That's good to know. I want to pet <laughs> it. God, he has great good hair. Facts, good facts. So good facts. I don't have a problem with this cover. I don't think it's very good. I don't have an explicit problem with it. Like, I just don't think it's all that great. So instead, I would like to share a turn the page related anecdote. Yes, yes, please. So I went to college at Fitchburg State University in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. And um, like they would do like as any college would they would just have little activities for the college students like after hours one mm-hmm. of which was a karaoke night that they would do like once a month and they always got the same karaoke guy who and I'm not trying to fat shame anyone because I myself am a lass of portly proportions <laughs> but this guy was like the DJ of this karaoke night was quite large quite fat but to the degree where, I, you know how, like, if you see someone so fat that, like, they just, like, they pronounce bees weird? <laughs> <laughs> like, they pronounce their bees, like, they pronounce their bees with a little extra pop. Uh, this guy did this with every single word, not just the B words. And every sing- and here's, here's where it ties back into it. He would always introduce the night to, like, get all the kids excited by doing Turn the Page by Bob Seger. Oh, but he's singing so, uh, like James Hetfield. Um, I, I don't remember that. I just remember every single night would just start with the guy going, 
Yes, exactly. Wait, were you that guy the whole time, Pat? I was, I was. Oh my god, our lives are intertwined in more ways than I could have imagined. I was always there. You've always been there, Pat. Yeah, this is actually, this is a beautiful mind. I've been in your brain this whole time. Or it's The Shining and you've been here the whole time. You've always been here, Pat. The loop has been closed and now I disappear. No, and then Pat, we just have like, and then there's just a picture of Pat, like from the 1800s Massachusetts. <laughs> I thought you pushing a wheelbarrow. See, I was thinking like The Shining, where just like there's that picture at the end of it, right, and then right. Pat just appears. Holding up a bo- oh, glass of whiskey. <laughs> oh yeah, here's to you. <laughs> Portrait of Dorian Gray. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's get back to covers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess if we have to, we can turn the page on that. <laughs> Beer I am. It's it's accurate. Um, It's beer I bam. Thank you very much. (laughs) Oh my god. But that's also kind of how James Hetfield thinks it. It's fine. And he's not even fat. He just doesn't. It's fine. You know what? what? When he just lets it go one day and just gets really fat. Oh, you know what? Then I'm going to really like James. I'm going to love fat James Hetfield. I want, yeah, I want Fat James Hetfield to start a band with oh. like three other fat guys. <laughs> but I also want Fat Lars real bad. Yeah. And maybe if he... Maybe Lars fat Hed- Lars! <laughs> Lars Ulrich. Oh you know what? Fat Lars got his Danish bakery birthday so many times. <laughs> they were like, well, we never fucking heard the end of it with the fucking So we Hawaiian just gave birthday. him all the fucking Danish pastries. <laughs> give me fuel, give me fat. <laughs> Give me Turn He's making those noises because he's trying to catch his breath. Yeah. <laughs> we'll all be there soon enough, guys. What the podcast world has done to my fucking images of Metallica is just made them so fat. Oh, but like it just it just like they up here I'm for never, me. They I'm are never going to be able there. to stop thinking of this now. Like when I just turn the page, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Fuck! I just. Oh, speaking of fat, <laughs> my my final song that I picked for this is Madonna's American Pie. So this this is for sure what happens when you just suck everything remotely interesting out of the original out of it. She's like, hey, did this did this make it interesting? Taking it out. <laughs> no, take it out. So when I was a kid, my parents bought me this tiny little Casio keyboard that had like pre-programmed oh, yep. shit on oh, it. No. It also had like a fake turntable. <laughs> so you could go to the on it. That's sick. I feel like I could have made a better song that, you probably with did. that keyboard. This is, this is for sure the preset Disco 2. Yes, <laughs> Disco 2. And it's funny you say that. I will get to why that's funny okay. in a minute. <laughs> but just a few years before Madge decided to really feel her political songwriting oats with <coughs> American Life. Oh. <coughs> but, <coughs> oh. That's so appropriate. I'm sorry. Nope. 
Perfect. All right. She dipped her toe in someone else's insightful commentary on American lore. Somehow the idea was brought to the table that she should cover American Pie for the soundtrack to the movie The Next Best Thing. Starring That's her, her s- own movie. Yeah, yeah. It starred herself in Rupert Everett, which was, needless to say, a bad movie. Yep. Oh, so it needed an equally bad song. One that Everett suggested, and Madonna was like, yeah, all right. Ugh. This so is all Rupert Everett's fault. But also, all... like, it sounds like Madonna, at, at the beginning of the 2000s, basically was like, whatever someone tells me to do, I'm just gonna do it. I, <laughs> I, I gotta say, of all the terrible things that Rupert Everett has been associated with, this is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> certainly is. is. Did Guy Ritchie Ooh. direct this movie, too? Oh. I think so. Like most Actually, certainly. yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah, this was one of his, woof. Right, right after Snatch. Because this is where you needed to go after Snatch. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then didn't he follow this up with Swept Away? Uh, Probably. Probably. He definitely had like that low point with his Madonna. This came out in like 99, right? 2000-ish? Might have been 01 or 01. Yeah, it was like 2000 or 01. Um, But yeah, maybe. Dude, where's my car era? (laughs) Yeah. Again, Y2K, man. Wasn't kind of anybody up. I really think it fucked Madonna up like the worst. They, not 9-11. That wasn't what messed no, her up. It was, it was Y2K. Y2K. She Honestly. hasn't been the same since then. Yeah. Since her internal computer got switched got back to 1900. <laughs> She's in DOS mode. We gotta, <laughs> gotta reboot that She needs that to shit. reboot and she never fully... She's still on safety mode. Oh, like, no. She's, she's like, never... Oh. Sa- I can't find those floppy down. disks. I gotta, I gotta crack <laughs> them. Where's Billy reboot. Idol? Somebody get Billy Idol to get the floppy disks in here. <laughs> <laughs> I got the disc from Madge. I do, I do. He just shoves it in her mouth. <laughs> right the in that gap. Is, the best part is you'll have to listen to our crossover episode yeah. on Jukebox Zeros to so get you these understand references. what we're talking about. <laughs> which I really enjoy. So many complain about the garbage synth beats in the background, which is fair, Damn. as well as the fact that the girl takes out half the verses in this song. And at least Weird Al had the decency to keep the length with his parody. <laughs> and Don McLean well, actually likes the we, parody. Weird Al is a, you know, a consummate professional. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no. If I was going to, like, if you put Weird Al and Madonna in a room, we're like, who's more of a professional? Weird Al every time. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But uh, the real kicker here, the real thing that really kicked me in the snatch, was uh, <laughs> Donnie praised this remake saying, quote, it's a gift for her to have recorded American Pie. Oh, you I think fool. it's sensual and mystical. I also feel she's chosen autobiographical mm. verses that reflect her career and personal history. Don McLean, you fool. Don McLean has also lost his goddamn mind in the last few years. Oh, so no. Has he, he really? Oh, he's a dick. Did he, did oh, he red no. pill? <laughs> he red pill. Madonna's like, hey, take this pill, eh? Oh, she's God. Oh, he calls me. Oi, Don McLean, why don't you take this red pill? Yeah, Don McLean is uh, not a good person. So oh, I'm going to have to I look into this. I don't trust really But I also anything. just hate fucking cover apologists. If somebody covers your song and they do a bad fucking job, just, just say they like, do a bad job. Who who's going to fucking get mad at you? I'm have, so sick of everybody being, have, oh, it's good. Have you guys heard that story about like... Um, like there was a live show where Metallica covered um, a Celtic Frost song and just completely oh. lift it. Oh, and Tom, don't you 
touch Celtic and, uh, Frost. But here's the thing. Tom G. Warrior came out and did not do that. He just flat out called it a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, sir. Because that's how Tom G. Warrior do. I mean, Hell yeah. And uh, with, with all apologies to Anthrax, I know, I know that you like Anthrax, but they did a cover of Joe Jackson's Got the Time that oh. Joe Jackson went like on record on saying that they, they played it too slow. Uh, <laughs> Which is like funny for a thrash metal bit for like a dude who's known for like singer-songwriter I mean, stuff to, be, to like tell perfect. a thrash metal band. Yeah, you guys like I mean, that, completely that, played it wimpy. That kind of yeah. sounds like Joe Jackson was kind of into it if he's willing to be cheeky like that. Oh, totally, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, he was he was probably touched that somebody covered one of his songs, but Aww. yeah, he had to say something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just to tie a little bow in this, like, Madonna was seemingly trying to say something poignant about America with the half-assed music video that I want to touch on real quick oh, here. Oh, the music video for Ooh. this song. She dances around in front. So this is where I think it's funny that you mentioned your parents in the Casio keyboard when you were a child. Uh-huh. She dances around in front of an American flag, sporting a $9 tiara from Claire's on her head with, like, these low-riding pants that she can't keep up. She, she thinks it's cute to keep pulling them up. She's like, oh, my butt crack showing. <laughs> yes, I knew it. I brought this up before. The, the video where she shows her butt crack. And I... <laughs> I just, I'm glad. I'm, I feel I'm not. You're not the one who noticed that. Yeah. I was, was like, like late 30s you're, by this point, right? I think early 40s. Oh yeah, this Maybe? was this yeah. was post Ray of Light, so and she I'm, was in I'm her not 40s. Try, I don't yeah. mean to shame no, anyone no, no, for no. being sexual, but there's a point where you need to just be like, uh, maybe not. No, you have a daughter you now. Sensual, you can be sensual and sexy. But not, not be like a child about it. Yeah. Like butt. I'm dancing around an American flag. But you also intersperse that with images of quote unquote real Americans. Anywhere from firefighters to nuclear families to people dressed for a funeral to handicapped people. In the original, there was like a same sex lesbian couple kissing. She thought it'd be edgy, but then it had to get cut out. So it's like, again, Madonna, just let people talk. You can't have that. It's too edgy. I love inspiration porn. Good shit. (laughs) Look, I don't want to be dramatic and say the day the music died indeed. But again, Madonna killed it. As it was the early 2000s. And like, woof, music was not great back then. Maybe it's more like the day the music started doing meth and we became very concerned for it. <laughs> oh, Madonna, I, when will your evil cease? But then she had a song on American Life called Intervention, so appropriate? Appropriate. <laughs> true, true. Okay. I feel like the 2000s were really the year of like meth on music. Yeah. Music on meth. Music I don't know, meth. both. 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 Yeah. I could, yeah, I can believe that. Uh, crazy, mean, crazy town was popular, and I'm pretty sure like <laughs> they were responsible for like. I, I'm pretty sure that dude was yeah. a like a glorified meth dealer. So he was probably, probably like right. he was probably got selling. It. That's probably why they got popular. If, if he it, looked like every meth dealer, yeah, right? Let me just let me put my song on the radio, which it's got Red Hot Chili Peppers sample. Yo, in look, it. man, yeah. like my belly button's let, got a tribal just, sun tattoo. If I if on I could it. just oh, like so cool. if there if there's a possibility <laughs> that like any. You know, music industry people are listening. Guys, this is this is a plea to sanity. Bring back whatever, you know, unnecessary Anything. bands that you want. We don't need more Crazy Town. <laughs> Never. Pin in Crazy Town. <laughs> Let's move on to my last pick. Mm. It's a fucking doozy. The whole album that this song came off of is a fucking doozy. But this one in particular is terrible. It's Paranoid oh. by Weezer. Oh, God. What?
Let me just say real quick, I applaud you guys for having the uh, self-control to not give that fucking terrible cover of Africa any more exposure. Oh, we're going to talk about this whole fucking album because me putting... This is, the I think, the worst song on this album, but every single track on it is a fucking monstrosity. Oh, it's it's garbage. It's this the whole worst thing album is Wazer's so ever done. Who's singing bad. like that does not sound like Rivers. It's Rivers Cuomo trying to be Ozzy Osbourne. That's terrible. That's it's, yeah, really yeah. bad. So, Weezer's Teal album is all covers, and I picked it simply because it's the worst in the bucket of musical sewage. Honestly, <laughs> the entirety of the Teal album is terrible. Not only did Weezer pick some of the most covered song on, songs on the planet, but they are some of the most uninspired covers I have ever heard. And Paranoid in particular is an exact replica of the original song, just devoid of all the emotion that came along with the original. And Ozzy. And Ozzy. <laughs> and Ozzy Osbourne sang the original, so if I'm saying Rivers Cuomo is emotionless in comparison, then you know it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so the yep. story behind this song was it was actually like one of the last to be written. Yeah, it was for a throwaway Paranoid. song. And like they actually I they be- literally locked Ozzy Osbourne in a closet to write the lyrics to yeah. this song. I believe that because it something about it sounds very different from the rest of like War Pigs, the album that it yeah. was originally on. Yeah, uh, uh, the album was Paranoid, wasn't it? Was yeah, it they that's what, that's what I meant, Paranoid. They ended yeah. up naming the album Paranoid, even though this was kind of a throwaway song. Yeah. But they wanted to name it War Pigs because that was like the that was the big single. yeah that was the yeah. one that they like probably right. put the most work into but yeah and I think because of that I don't think a cover is necessary I think it like it benefited from being that like weird Black Sabbath stonery tone that it that it was in that moment yeah but, but like it's not like really very much beyond that and to have Weezer cover it what's the fucking point yeah. And like, what are you trying to prove here, Weezer? Yeah, that you can karaoke. I mean, there was that's that, what this album. There is. was that whole period after, like, um, uh, what was it? Maladroit came out where they were just like, "Oh, we're a metal band now." Oh, no, no, you're, no, well, you're not. No, you're not. You're in your forties and still writing songs about picking up teenage girls. Gross. You're not. Oh yeah, there are some problematic Weezer lyrics as they've gotten older. Pinkerton yeah. is incredibly po- problematic oh yeah it really it's a great album but it is all about Ooh. like a 14 year old asian girl that what? he just was pre- pen pals with what you didn't know that <laughs> yeah that's what it's yeah. about that's, <sighs> yeah a lot of it a, a big chunk of it is about so that. here's yeah. what i'll say well, about- like even if it's not true like it's just a fucking weird thing way if it's not true that's almost even worse because you're thinking about wanting to be pen pal you didn't have to talk about this (laughs) like you didn't have to go this route you could have gone any other direction but this is what you chose okay so here's what i'll say about this cover this cover is bad their cover of take on me is grotesque yes yeah they did i don't want to know like they just did like the fucking most played out covers that you could have possibly chosen. And and I'm sure you guys don't want to hear this. This isn't even the worst cover of Paranoid that I've ever heard. <laughs> the worst would have to go to like this sixth tier new metal band that was like for like a hot minute on like butt radio. It's not even a list. This band called this band called Third Strike did a cover of it where <laughs> oh where God. they where they added a rap section. Oh 
no. It's terrible, and I do not recommend you look it up. I would only recommend you look it up if you hate uh, mirth. Okay. (laughs) If you hate serotonin, just give this a listen. So the last thing I will say about this, or at least the last thing my notes say about this, is the closest the album comes to getting any rise out of the listener is when No Scrubs comes on. Not because it's a good cover, but because Weezer is resting on the listener getting a chuckle out of the fact that the cisgender guy singing the song, he didn't change any of the pronouns. That's not even something to rest on. That's some real awards for good boys shit. Yeah, that yeah. is awards I, 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 for good boys shit. Oh, is, oh isn't that's some pick me ass bitch that, I'm a cis <laughs> white gendered straight male and isn't I'm singing Isn't it funny that song? I'm singing no scrubs and I didn't change the pronouns? I'm, I'm so, so progressive. I'm so progressive. <laughs> Give me a cookie. That makes it... <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Weezer. Also, Seriously. I still will stand by your initial hot take on this album. What? Weezer's Teal album is basically Kids Bop. Yeah, Weezer's Teal album is Kids Bop by Weezer. Yeah, oh that's pretty God. much what Weezer. it is. I, yes. can, I can get behind that. I, I can, can totally, totally get behind that. That's exactly what this whole entire album is. And also, thank you, Weezer, for making me never fucking want to hear Africa I by Toto ever Africa. again. And you killed it. Yeah. And that that's, song came that's out. That's the point where that meme is dead by that point. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're done. And this whole album was based on that fucking meme. Ugh. I was like, that was the reason I was why like, they did quote, it. Quote unquote, ironically listening to that song like in 2007. Like, yeah, it, it, it's you're just, late to the game, yeah. Weezer. Yeah, come on, guys. Like, it, we're, we're like 12 years later at yeah. this point. I, we uh, have moved on to Rosanna, okay? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Way and better. Hold, way better and song. And hold Got that pretty shuffle. It's if, real they, nice. if they were not a bunch of just gormless fuckwads, they would have just left it at like. You know, that guy on Twitter being like, oh, cover Africa. And then they covered Rosanna and then just leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the logical end to that joke. And honestly, yeah. they probably would have done a better cover of Rosanna. They they did do a cover of Rosanna. It was not great, but not terrible. Wait, I just but, they, but they immediately covered it up with Africa. So, like, you know, they should have just ended it with the cover of Rosanna. Exactly. Yeah. Instead, they made an entire album of fucking horrible covers. They should have just covered the entirety of Toto 4. I mean, that would have been... If they knew what was good for them, they would have done that (laughs) and done it well, but they fucked up because because they're they're Weezer. (laughs) Anyway. Can we we expect anything less of Weezer, though? No. Yes? You you done did the Picaro brothers dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What have you got for us, Pat? Well, actually, I'm going to go with another all-covers album. Uh, Ooh. Oh, yeah? And... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Definitely not the same direction as Weezer. We're going to talk about uh, 80s slash 90s metal band Queensryche. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, they, they were they were the, the fancy hair metal band, as you remember. Uh, <laughs> they pinky. Yeah, like, like they, the bougie ones. Oh, they were the bougie <laughs> the ones. They, pinkies they, out, bitch. Yeah, they, they sang about real things. They sang <laughs> I about... I say that, Nigel. <laughs> Miss Chauncey, I'm in the mood for some metal. <laughs> yeah, they, they they were the score bars of, of uh, metal. <laughs> or a uh, Heath. What I like the best about that is that that implies that Heath bars are for the working class. <laughs> yes. I like Heath bars. I like Heath, he- bar- Heath bars. I are, are Tesla. Heath bars. I like Heath bars too, but what? where is this classism between Heath bars and score coming from? It's all in the past. That's some headcanon that makes no sense. <laughs> anyway, the year was, I believe, uh, 
sometime in the late aughts. I, I, I'm going to just say 2009, maybe. Uh, they, oh, 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 this is like recent Queen, Queen's Rike. Queen's Rike has been uh, steadily putting out right. records like in various forms. Actually, right now there's two of them because Jeff Tate quit but wanted to keep the Queen's Rike name. And then there's another version of the rest of the band with another singer and they Wait. both go on tour. <laughs> They they managed to put out like kind of steadily putting out records every few years, every three or four years, and at this point they decided to uh, dip their toes into sort of like go back into their past and uh, talk about their favorite influences, and they uh, cover a few uh, varying tracks. Uh, one being, I, I believe they do "Mean Green" by the OJ's. Oh my god! <laughs> they do a cover of uh, "Red Rain" by Peter Gabriel. Uh, they do a cover of, uh, I don't know what else, but uh, this one is a cover of The Police's Synchronicity 2. Oh, oh my no. god. <laughs> He's trying to sound like Sting, but just yeah. shouting at me. But like in spurts, like. <laughs> well, he's doing a prog metal version of his. What he's doing, he's trying to make it sound super epic. Yeah, there is nothing kind of. There is nothing proggy about that whatsoever. No, and nothing no. epic sound, about it either. Like, they sound like raw. Remember raw? <laughs> oh. That like sixth string new metal band from the aughts. Yeah. They no kind of went in a raw to. direction at some point. They they put out a record where that was like, I think it was called Tribe too, and there was, it was like a tribal version of their logo. Oh, like it looked like a, it looked like a like a caves they're, of Altamira cave They're all a painting. bunch of white guys, right? Oh, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, <laughs> that tracks. This yeah. is a very thought out idea by them. Yeah. Obviously, oh, wow. I, yeah, that's so not good. It was not very good, uh, and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it just it just sounds like somebody was at karaoke and he thinks he kind of sounds like Sting when he sings. He's like, guys, guys, I'm going to go. I'm going to put the song in. I'm going to I'm gonna do so good. I'm going to do so good. Like, I'm going to blow everybody else away when I go up. You, like, you, you have that one friend who goes to karaoke and is like, I'm going to blow everybody away with this song. It's like, I'm going to 100% this on Rock Band. And then he does it and it's like 65%. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck? I think the mic's broken, guys. <laughs> Timing was off. Timing was off. I think we have to recalibrate everything. Let's go back to the settings. That's the thing about this. Other than the obviously, you know, wrong voice, I would say there is not too much objectionable about this cover otherwise, unless, you know, there's just a part that I'm completely missing. No, they're good players. And I think, like, really Jeff Tate is the only, the worst part of it. I think my big problem was it was just an unnecessary thing to cover as... Someone who's not staying. So what you're saying is nobody asked for this. Nobody asked for this. <laughs> nobody yes. asked for this. Yeah, nobody yeah. asked for this. Hashtag nobody asked for this. But I mean, that's this whole episode. It's like, I feel like all of these songs, like nobody asked for this. Nobody also, said I that think, we needed this. I just think an entire album of covers by Queensryche is off base. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's, that's it's fair. weird. It doesn't translate well, I don't think. It's not no. the band you'd expect to be doing that. No. No. And, and like... I don't know, like their fan base probably doesn't give enough of a shit about them to want 
that in their collection. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they might buy it to have a complete collection, uh. but they're like not clamoring for them to come. No, they're songs. waiting for and Operation Mind Crime Three yeah. to come out because they have two. Yeah. They already did two. And unless like they're fucking nailing every single one of those covers on this album, their fans aren't going to give a shit. Yeah, exactly. They're not gonna. They're not gonna want to listen to it. So before I get into my last pick, would it be okay if I just read this list off real quick? Yes, please and thank you. Um, when we, like, for full context, we were originally going to do this episode a couple months ago, but schedules got a little messed up. But around Life's that, crazy. Yeah, that's, that's life. <laughs> we're, we're not We're not perfect. <laughs> but Nobody's perfect. Around, around that time, I put out, like, a little poll on our Jukebox Zero's Facebook page asking people who listen to us what they consider their worst cover songs to be. And so I picked out all the ones that weren't ones that we had already drawn clips for, and I'd mm-hmm. like to read them to you where I can. Uh, a couple of the ones that were uh, suggested to us, Hallelujah by Bono. What? Whoa. Not you too, just Bono. What? Just him by himself. Yep. Doing there could have been so many answers. Like, there could have been so many artists after you said Hallelujah. Honestly. Yeah, this yeah. is no, yeah. That's, true. Yeah. This, is, this is, and this is only the first entry. Yeah. Um, God Only Knows by David Bowie. We have first-hand experience of that one. Oh, God, that's a really bad one. It's not great. Uh, Last Kiss by Pearl Jam. Yeah, I I don't like that (laughs) I don't feel strongly one way or the other about that song. Uh, Wish You Were Here by Limp Bizkit and John Resnick. What? Oh, That's a thing. Goo Goo Dolls? Goo Goo Dolls, John Resnick. Yep. I missed that. I'm speechless. Um, immediately following that, also by Limp Bizkit, their cover of Faith by George yes. Michael. Of course. That is terrible. Um, I was going to pick that, but then Maggie said she had a Limp Bizkit Get the Faith up! <laughs> uh, Life is a Highway by Rascal Flatts. Oh! oh no! no. Uh, no. I don't even like the original that <laughs> exactly. much. Exactly! <laughs> we don't need a second one. Landslide by Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, I almost had that on my list. That is a fucking horrible song. Um, it is a terrible cover, and fuck Billy Corgan. Yeah. <laughs> fuck tall-ass um, pumpkin face Billy Corgan. Uh, Little Wing by Derek and the Dominoes. That one I don't know so much about. It's a Jimi Hendrix song. Yeah, yeah I, but um, I don't know the Derek know and the, the Dominoes version. I don't either, but Fiona Apple did a cover of that song, and I actually really like it. Okay. Also, uh, the Coors did a cover of that song. And it is fantastic. Because the chorus can do because no wrong. Because I fucking love the chorus. Mm. Fucking sue me. Um, I will. I have no, my wire I have no thoughts on, okay. I have no thoughts on this one, but I have all kinds of thoughts on this next one. Uh, love Song by 311. Oh, fuck. So bad. No. No. Following nope. that, following that uh, These Boots Were Made for Walking by Jessica Simpson. Oh, yeah. that's a, that's a yeah. Never that? Gonna Give You Up by Ashley Tisdale. Like, what? like she as in the, Rick Astley? Yes. Rick Rollins? As yeah. in Rick Astley and as in Disney Channel's Ashley Tisdale. Interesting. No, too, uh, many, too Johnny, many Astleys. Johnny Be Good by Judas Priest. Huh. You know what? Never heard their cover of that. Me neither. But I'm I'm not willing to write them off yet. I'm interested. Um, Sad But True by Snoop Dogg from the MTV special they had. Oh, that's as in Metallica? That, yes. Okay, so when Metallica did the, their icon, MTV did like... Icon Metallica. Uh-huh. 
all of the covers were terrible. Like Avril Lavigne did uh, Fueled, which was lifeless. Oh, yeah, the Snoop Dogg Sad But True was not great. I think didn't Nickelback or Maroon Five do a song? Like somebody no, did a song. They had like Limp Biscuit doing Sanitarium. That's it. Stained doing Nothing Stained. Else Matters. It was all bad. It was all it very was, bad. Yeah, it was not very good. But did um, Aaron Lewis get pissed off at everybody <laughs> talking at walk off stage? <laughs> Oh, I'm sure they didn't broadcast that part. <laughs> no, um, just the 15 seconds he actually sang. Smooth so. Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. Oh. I like that cover. Like it. Mm. Also, like I feel like I can't listen to the original anymore. Yeah, so. that True. went to a bad yeah. spot. Yeah. yeah. At this point, I feel like all I have left of Michael Jackson are the covers. Is Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> This, but, you did uh, this to yourself, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my all my time favorite response, and I want to shout out uh, the uh, I want to shout out Mike Funioli for uh, posting this one. He just posted half of UB40's catalog. <laughs> Jesus Christ, tell me about it. Zing! Which is reggae for white people. Sick bird. Thank you. Thank That's you. so good. I, I wrote down that I read down that list to build up to this one, which absolutely makes my blood boil. Yeah, Ooh. let's let's I've let's. Ta- I've and on a high note. I've talked about it before on an episode of Jukebox Zeros, and time has not dulled my rage towards it any less. Well, I'm excited. So, I like the band Fleet Foxes, and I hate acapella music. And when you combine the two together, it becomes just an abortion of sound. But of course, Pentatonix said, <gasps> why not? Here's Pentatonix's version of White Winter Hymnal. I was following the path, all the swallowed in their coats, with scars of red tied around their throats, to keep their little heads from falling in the snow. Then I turn around and there you go, and Michael, you would fall into the white snow. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. We're leaving. We're done. We're done. This is it. We're done. <laughs> Music's canceled. All the headphones, gone. Where to begin? I mean, if you've ever heard anything by the band Fleet Foxes, you know that they're very intricately arranged, very, mm-hmm. very like sort of ambient, atmospheric kind of indie rock. And Pentatonix basically took all that and just turned it into mouth farts. <laughs> First of all, like, fuck Pentatonix. Yeah, Pentatonix fucking suck. They're like, we're acapella group and we're gonna cover every song ever with our mouths (laughs) I can't I fucking can't it's like the most innocuous safe white person music I've ever heard in my fucking life it's that shit that you hear when you're walking around home goods and you're like I just want a $15 blanket but you have to listen to Pentatonix for however long you're stuck this in Home like, Goods for. This is the type of music that like normies try to come to me and get pretentious about. Like they, oh, they'll be like, yeah, yeah they'll, they'll be like, well, you know, like, oh, just check this out. They're all really good musicians. And I'm like, yeah, technically, but this doesn't sound very good. Just because, well, they work really hard and this is, they did this and like. Just because they do all of those things doesn't mean they're going to make good music together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not what this here's, is about. here's the thing that gets me going the worst. Um, in the comments for the video for this song on YouTube, there's so many people just being like, oh, it's an adorable little Christmas song about sledding or something like, no, this is a song about murder. <laughs> the Fle- Fleet Foxes themselves have said it's a song about murder. The no. line about, you know, see their see their little heads turn red like strawberries in summertime. That's blood. It's a song about beheading no, someone. They fell down and it's people. not an adorable Christmas song or anything like that. It's All a right. song okay. about murder. 
<laughs> okay, well, the fact that it's about murder and decapitating people kind of makes me like it a little bit more. But don't don't like this. But version. not you can like that the original. version. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the original. And of course, this was part of a Christmas album. And like Ugh. the YouTube video was just full of all kinds of comments about, oh, this is different interpretations. It's about murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing that kills me about pentatonics too, is people saw like their Daft Punk collaboration video. I'm like, oh, oh my God. God, they're so talented. I'm like, nah, just fucking listen to Daft Punk though. <laughs> like I get it. They're doing but they're shit not with their the good mouths. part about yeah. this. When, when Daft Punk is the good when part When an acapella about group covers like a contemporary song like Daft Punk, it doesn't make me like acapella. It just makes me want to listen to Daft Punk instead. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. It just I mean, reminds me that I want to listen to the real version. Oh, I'd, li- I'd like to hear this if people with talent did it and not just making mouth farts. Well, and isn't Pentatonics one of those kind of groups that, we're, that they're constantly cycling in and out members? Like, it's oh, never the I'm same sure. people. It's always it's like... a corporation, yeah. Yeah, it's basically like a bunch of fucking rich fat cats in LA. Like, we need fresh young, sexy 20-year-olds singing with their mouths. Jesus, then, they may as well just be Celtic woman. Like, what is the difference? You know what? <laughs> I'm going to give Celtic woman a little bit more credit no, than No, Celtic woman doesn't deserve any credit. I never They're would have terrible. thought today that there was going to be a Celtic woman reference. <laughs> but you proved me wrong. <laughs> That's what we do here. Always full of surprises here. <laughs> we just prove you wrong. Or right? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, Celtic woman is just as bad, but I mean, they may as well be the same thing. Well, I guess we're going to have to have a discussion about this off, off mic. Yeah. Yeah. If yes. not for that Xyz track I played earlier, this would have been the worst cover I've ever heard of all time. I, I might even... I, that was I a really have, bad yeah. cover. Yeah. Don't, don't fuck with talking heads. Just don't. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't fuck with any of these don't bands. Don't fuck guys. with Depeche Mode. Unless don't fuck you with any can of them. make it... I don't... I don't... It's... Cover, you're right. Okay. In closing, coming covers are like delicate and I don't know what to tell people to do to make him good or to make them not bad or whatever. I think there is also a big difference between just like fucking around and playing a cover at a show and recording it and releasing it as like something you are actually proud of. Yeah. Yeah. There is a big difference between the two of those. Yeah. If you record it and release it and say, hey, listen to this. This is, you know, tell us what you think or whatever. It's more than likely you're going to get some negative feedback. Right. And more that's than fine. likely. But I think, too, I guess, yeah, if you're going to release something and say it's a B-side or just throw it on an album as a throwaway track, I think I can respect that a little bit more than somebody who's like, I'm going to make this cover. I'm going to make it better than the original. I'm going to release it as a single. It's mine. I'm going to yeah. make it mine. Yeah. Yeah. This is about me now. Fuck <laughs> you, Don McLean. <laughs> this is my American, my pie. <laughs> this is Fuck my you. pie. Fuck my you. Part. I'm going to keep all the pie for myself. <laughs> You I like have, it. I you think can't she have did any a good job. <laughs> That's you, like it. you can't have any of my pie. You're okay. just gonna have to watch me eat it while you look at my butt. All right. <laughs> I like butts. I'm Don McLean. If that was Madonna's thinking going into that, I would have so much respect for her. She was just like, I'm a toddler dancing around in my parents' heels. So like, yeah, it's I'm like, how did she go from like that, that like 
ray of light, like super mature. I just had a kid outlook to just like she just turned into a toddler after she passed one because it's by... fake. No, I think <laughs> it's, it's all fake. I, I, I stand by thinking she's just terrified by Britney Spears and Christina Probably. Aguilera. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I need to be young and frisky, and it's like, no, just age graceful. Oh, okay, we're not going to do that. Great. Wow, nope. but this isn't no, about just, just pass the torch. Maybe no, no. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> nope, it's all about you. Sorry. Ugh. All right, we yeah, got cover songs. There's there's good ones. There's bad ones. Mostly they're bad. Yeah, mostly they're bad. And there's more worse ones. If you have ones you don't like, you can always tell all of us what they are. Or make your own. Go out there and make your own. Go ahead. You can totally do that. Make your own bad cover and we'll talk about it here on the podcast. I've done a few myself. All right. (laughs) I covered uh, Ministries. uh, She's Got a Cause, which is not a very good song at all. you covered that Soundgarden song, too. I did cover that Soundgarden song, too, yes. And uh, Abram Tabor song, too. Right. Oh, Oh, sweetie. <laughs> Aren't that cute? Need that get a grip friend, man. Yeah, he's my get a grip buddy. There you go. Oh, man. Well, all right. We're going to wrap it up. Yeah. I think, that's, I think we've Thank gone so for, much. Yes, for a long time on this one, and everyone's like, all right, I guess you guys hate covers. Huh? <laughs> Not and, all of them. I mean, we have can't wait for the Can't wait for the comments on this one. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we had good ones last year, so these are the bad ones. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. We could not exist. Well, we could still exist, but I mean, you know, it's nicer to exist knowing that people are listening to us and our bullshit. (laughs) And, uh, you know, before we get into our bullshit, why don't you guys tell us where we can find the Jukebox Zeros? Um, Go check out our podcast, Jukebox Zeros. It's a podcast where Pat and I uh, just take an album from history that has a... That has like a reputation of being just the worst of all time. Universally panned. Or like the most controversial in their discography and just sort of decide for ourselves whether it's worthy of that uh, title. You guys have come up with some interesting... Yeah. I I, I feel like you've gotten to the end of some episodes and like, huh, you know what? Didn't deserve it. Or like, Mm. oh no, that super deserved it. Oh, for sure. If uh, you want a good entry point, uh, we recently, I mean, I don't know when this episode is coming out. So we either recently or... Yeah, yeah, we probably recently had uh, the fine uh, so-and-sos of Jukebox... I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> of your podcast. The fine so-and-sos of Rock Candy on to review, uh, to review American Life by Madonna. Her 2003 statement on the Iraq War-ish. Except and it wasn't. Except, except, not, qu- it was. except not quite. And uh, if you like that, maybe check out the rest of the podcast as part of our little uh, podcast collective, the Zero Science Network. We got like yeah. a bunch of really good podcasts on there. Uh, old Man, Old Man Yell at Cloud. Discography, yeah, that's my other podcast that I do uh, on there. Discography Deep Dive, Clamshell Case Files. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not a big deal. Sure. <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? You should check it out, Jay. Do it. I started to like Mickey Mouse for a while there. Oh, 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 oh sure. Check it out. You guys, you guys like podcasts? <laughs> 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 and, uh, if, if you're still listening and you haven't been listening to us before because you feel some weird obligation to out of friendship or weird podcast loyalty, continue to listen to us, Rock Candy Podcast. You can find us at www.rockcandypodcast.com and we're your free for all. You can download episodes, uh, find our social medias because we got Twitter, fi- Facebook, and Instagram. Um, and also check out the network we are a part of, the Pantheon Podcast Network, pantheonpodcast.com. It is chock full of music podcasts where they have tons of information and a lot of them more professional than we are. <laughs> Slightly. Pretty much. And as always, you can always find us on Patreon if you want to give us your monies so we can buy beer 
and all that shit and equipment and like <laughs> and research stuff and, and stuff and music <laughs> but beer um you can find us at patreon.com slash rock candy podcast and you if you sign up and you give us money you can also get a free bonus episode every month bonus boner episode <laughs> yes G- guys give them your money <laughs> money please Gu- money, guys please. guys <laughs> why won't you just give these nice ladies some money what's wrong with you give just them do it. your money they're good. working really hard oh, and they're think, really nice you give them your you money think you're so big with We're your money <laughs> <laughs> oh no but thank you to everyone who has given because you have made a world of difference. So thank you. Indeed you have. Yes. And next week we'll have more crazy tales from the world of music. But until then, you're going to have to fucking wait. Yeah. And also listen to Jukebox Zeros in the yes. meantime. Actually, Yay. yeah. If you want to, if you can't, if you're all caught up on us, start catching up on Jukebox Zeros. Because if you can't get enough music, we got it for you. So do it. It's not anyway. very good, but... <laughs> <laughs> but we're here for it anyway. Anyway, we're doing it. We're doing it live. So party on, Ashley, Pat, Lils. Hey, party on, party on, guys. Party on, and party on, you crazy kids out there. Wayne's world, balls out. Thank you. <laughs>